What's up, guys? It's your girl, Daisy J. Um, the reason why I didn't drop a What's Up Wednesday is because I was, like, super, super emotional. The show was edited and everything. Um, I had, you know, put together what I needed to do. But that whole day, even yesterday, and kind of a little bit today, um, it's been a little rough for me um, because of everything that happened with Ahmad um, Arbery. Um I can't put into words like this is so fucked up. Um, so dealing with that and I'm a very emotional person. If you guys do not know that um, this has affected my households like we are all like in an uproar because we can't believe that we can believe that it happened. But we just can't believe like shit, you know, in his own fucking neighborhood. Um this happened to him he was gunned down like a fucking animal like he was hunted um like an animal so i couldn't bring myself to do it i was like i need to speak on this and every time i tried to record i just got extremely <laughs> emotional like tears in my eyes right now um and i'm really trying to fight it because this is america yo like they are out here literally hunting us like fucking animals and what did we do to you we're just being black people minding our business whether we're jogging whether we're um in a store um you know getting you know groceries for our households um on the way home car breaks down like there's nothing that we can do we're just being people and because the color of our skin you know, you feel like you have the right to kill us. Like, and there's not a hate. I, I don't have hatred in my heart. I don't. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm not racist. <laughs> you know, um, I'm not prejudiced to other people. I'm a courteous human being. Um, my vibe flies so high. Like, I'm not even bragging on myself. I'm just saying that... Um, you know, there are things about me that I am, I admire, you know what I'm saying? Especially like living in these times and I could not see someone doing something so gruesome to me because of the color of my skin. So, um, I'm asking for forgiveness, you know, from you guys. Um, I'm going to play the show now. Um, I hope that you enjoy, you know, this show and give me um you know the, all the positive feedback um you guys stay safe out there it's beyond the pandemic at this point um it's it's greater you know than what's on the surface look deeper um my great grandfather always said if you can't read on the line read between it um as always it's your girl daisy j stay tuned um the what's up wednesday show is coming now thank you guys for all the love it's your girl Daisy J. I pull up underlay, RP the Nate dog. I had to regulate. Really, nigga? What's up, everybody? It's your girl Daisy J with Demanding a Better Me podcast. Hope you guys are having an amazing Wednesday because it is What's Up Wednesday. So let's get right into it. Okay, first of all, 
Mother's Day is coming. Yes, yes, yes. Yesterday was single de Mayo. Arribe, arribe. Okay. Um, I want to talk about a couple of things. Uh, let's talk about yesterday's single de Mayo celebration. Your girl threw down in the kitchen enchiladas, homemade guacamole, rice, and margaritas. I love me some margaritas. Okay. Low key. And it's a. I'm sure it's a Texas thing. Love me some margaritas. Anyways, um, I caught Insecure. Oh, my God. <laughs> Y'all gonna hate me, but I feel like Molly is a bitch. Period. Period, poo. She is going through something. And I know I'm, I'm gonna explain the episode, but it's like, I just can't get with Molly. And Molly was my nigga. I'm not gonna lie. I fucked with Molly. Um, when the season, even before, when the, when it first started, like Molly was my girl, career woman, you know, black lawyer. Um, she seems like a dope ass friend. And now I'm like low key hating Molly. Okay. And it's funny how all of the episodes are like low key, this low key, thankful, low key, whatever. Pay attention to that. It's pretty dope. So anyways, this episode, um, they go meet up with a homegirl who just had a baby who's played by, um, damn, Amanda Seals. I, like, it left me that fast. Um, which I'm not too much of a, I'm not a big fan of Amanda Seals. Don't hate the messenger. I'm just, she was my girl at first, but yeah. Yeah. Anyways, um, <laughs> so they go meet up at her, her and her husband's house to, um, help her out because she just had the baby and all of this stuff and so they're doing that and then Issa's ex Lawrence was there now I didn't tell y'all but this episode before this one um Lawrence and old girl like had a argument and I want to say they broke up and so this new episode here we are because at the end of I'm sorry let me backtrack at the end of the last episode Lawrence broke up with um old girl who was working with Issa and all. I told y'all about that drama. And so that same night he texts, he was texting Issa, which to Issa, it's like, okay, this is, I'm not going to say he the homie, but she knows that that's her ex and whatever. And she doesn't read more into the situation. But anyways, so pressing forward, they all at the house because the husband is friends with Lawrence and they, you know, Lawrence and Issa broke up and all this stuff, but they have mutual friends. And sometimes they all hang out. I think the dope part about it is that they try to get through whatever situation it is. So they're there and then they step off and they were kind of talking but he was asking her like about how the block party and stuff is going and the whole time molly is watching from a window upstairs low-key hating okay and she's just like she'll never learn not knowing what the conversation is about and if she was any kind of friend she would have been like you know what's up with lawrence what, what did he have to say or something along those lines or if she felt like her homegirl was about to get herself into a fucked up situation again or whatever i feel like she would have went down there and like was would have been standing out there with her talking to him um if she was like super concerned about that being the issue instead of talking shit okay that's one that's my biggest pet peeve i can't stand when a bitch is like supposed to be your friend see you going through shit because to me if i can talk to my friends like i have situations that i've been asked about um especially like doing this new show they'll ask me stuff and i have like certain pet peeves i'm like you know i don't hook friends up because you're not about to blame me if y'all break up but also, if you're my friend, I feel like I should be able to come and talk to you about anything or whatever. And whether you're getting your feelings or not, 
um, you know, I should be able to express some shit. I don't think that there's like really a gray area when it's your quote unquote friend, because if this is like friends to the end, got your back, sisterhood, whatever um, the situation is, you should be able to talk to them or rescue them from situations. That's just how I see the shit, period. But Molly was hating. And then Molly has a little boyfriend now. And um, they having like their little issues because she's like a workaholic and shit. And then he's trying to spend time with her, hang with her or whatever. And she kind of, you know, putting them on the back burner or whatever. Cause y'all know she a lawyer and shit. Um, but she is like horrible with communication. And she even admitted it like on the show that, um, to her boo that she never makes it past a certain stage with them. Because um, she's never had to balance work and relationship. Um, which with that, I kind of, you know, agree with her. Like here in these, you know, 33s, I really haven't met nobody to settle with yet. And it's been a minute since I've actually had a B word boyfriend. Um, so I kind of feel on it. I know like when that opportunity does present itself again, whenever it does, if it does, um, I know that that'll be a conversation because one, I have a regular nine to five, my career, I have children, you know what I'm saying? My, my mom and dad, my sister and shit. Like I have a lot going on besides the fact that I also have this wonderful, you know, podcast that I've created and I'm curating, you know, for other things. And then I'm a part of two other podcasts. Um, I'm writing a book. I have a YouTube channel that I've been neglecting, like all of this stuff going on. You know what I'm saying? Like, bro. Okay. So with all that, I want a boyfriend, (laughs) but I just feel like my, like, I know I put it out there a lot, but I know God is listening. And it's like, I want a guy that is equally busy um, to me so that he doesn't complain about how busy I am. And then also he's supportive, you know, and helpful. And who knows? We might start a his and her podcast. You know what I'm saying? I want somebody that I can grow with and they can fit into my life and I can fit into their life. And it isn't chaos, corruption. Of course, all relationships have problems, but I'm just the type of girl that doesn't like to argue. Like, I just don't like to argue. And if we are arguing, it's because we trying to make up. Like, I'm trying to get that makeup sex in, which is so bomb. Okay, so I'm just I'm just putting it out there that I'm just not that girl, um, you know, to argue and shit like that. So... If anything, it's everything can be discussed is how I feel. You should be able to talk to your partner, communicate properly and effectively. And if you don't know how, you should definitely get counseling so that they can give you the proper tools on um, to argue properly. Like there is a way to argue without cussing each other out, calling each other bitches and hoes, breaking up all that bullshit. Like we can argue, you know with no issue so that's that you know um but i'm i'm still on the fence about molly molly is a biatch y'all can fight me hate me send me hate emails i don't give a fuck i'm just like not with the shits when it comes to fucking molly okay now i also stated mother's day is this sunday okay bro i have the dopest mother on the fucking earth okay like my mom is just the epitome of greatness she's a strong black woman she raised me and my sister by herself i did have a stepdad and whatever but you know they got a divorce and shit like that shit happens but my mom has always made me and my sister priority she is always like even 
even with me and my kids, like I remember with my oldest, especially my mom, like transformed, transformed her life to just put, you know, me and my daughter first. Like it was, it's, it's crazy. Um, I remember telling her when I was pregnant. I remember like her being at the hospital. Like she tricked me cause I'm a mama's girl. And like, she, <laughs> she was like, I'm not coming to the hospital to have the baby born. I was so upset cause she doesn't understand. Like she was, my stress reliever throughout the whole pregnancy because my baby daddy, even though we were in a relationship, that nigga was getting on my nerves. That nigga still getting on my nerves to this day. 12 years later, nothing's changed. Anyways, so, <laughs> um, yeah, she comes to the hospital, surprised the shit out of me. She stayed the whole fucking time, watched, like, held my hand while I pushed her out. Um, everything. My mom is everything. And even with my, um, my second daughter, um, because my husband was military, my mom was in the delivery room that time too, but that was a C-section. So she was fully dressed, you know, with the mask and all that shit. And she was the first person that my daughter saw besides the doctors. My mom was the first person my daughter saw. And my kids are super, super close to my mom. They love my mom. My mom spoils the shit out of them. Um, you know, and she's just amazing y'all she has her own business as well that's where i get the entrepreneurship from my mom um laquisa's taste of soul she cooks she bakes i mean homie does it all yes i cook just as well as my mom does but where the fuck you think i get it from i get it from my mama okay um, she's a dope ass individual i can talk to my mom about anything i literally the other day was talking to her like i need you to talk to my dad because i can't hurt his feelings and all this which not to say that she would but my mom has a certain type of cooth when it comes to people um which i call it that first lady training or whatever um she knows how to you know, get her point across without hurting feelings. And I'm not very, I'm good, but I'm not good at that. Like when it, certain people I'm sensitive to, I just can't talk to. But my mom is such a great mediator. Um, even with, you know, my kids' fathers, there was a point in time where I couldn't talk to neither one of them because they all they want to do is cuss, yell, and scream. And my mom intervenes. She doesn't take sides. Um, she listens to everybody's opinions. Like she's just dope, y'all. Like she is fucking dope. I'm like the luckiest kid. Me and my sister were like the luckiest people on earth to have a mom like her even my friends they always compliment how great of a relationship i have with my mom and stuff like that so definitely i put my mom on a big ass pedestal i want to say to my mommy happy mother's day girl you be doing shit <laughs> you be doing the damn thing um you definitely somebody i admire and look up to and i hope that um you love your surprises that you're getting i won't say them on air because you be you you be tricking me like you you say you don't be listening but i think low-key you be listening sometimes so i'm not gonna tell everybody what i got you till next week when you open your gift on sunday okay so um yeah to all the mothers out there girl you doing the damn thing keep doing the damn thing your girl knows exactly what you're going through whether you're a single mother um housewife whatever your role may be you know in your kid's life baby i know right now we the teacher the counselor the principal the lunch lady the school bus i mean we we everything the chauffeur everything the therapist honey the judge and the jury okay but 
God does not put more on you than you can bear. So being a mother is beyond a challenge. Like it's a gift, honey. There are no people out there that wish that they could have children or even adopt kids that deserve kids. You know what I'm saying? So if you have children, um, please take them as a blessing. Don't take them for granted. You know what I'm saying? Like children are dope. Okay. My two little broke best friends are everything to me. Um, I wear motherhood with like so much pride. Like I feel like I talk about them all the time, which oh well, like they're my, you know, they're my pride and joy, my two girls. And they're so different and unique and they both bring out different sides of me. And I love it. My oldest one being artsy like me and creative. My youngest is just so rambunctious and she's, oh, she has a personality just, oh my God, her personality is everything. Okay. And I'm here for it. Okay. So yeah, happy Mother's Day, guys. Um, so now that we got that out the way, <laughs> I want to talk to you guys about something that I saw on the internet um, via Instagram because I'm all about the gram these days. And um, I thought this was like pretty clever. It says how to love a man. Okay, let's get into it. So the first one is reciprocate. Make efforts for him too. Ask him how his day went. Ask him what went wrong. Love him as hard. Be patient with him too. The next one is freedom. Give him freedom to do things that he likes. Do not box him. Do not choke him in the neck. The truth is, if he really loves you, he'll never do things that will hurt you. He has a life to live, so do not take that away from him. You are not his world. You are a part of it. Woo! That, that, did you hear that? Let me say it again. You are not his world. You are a part of it. Okay? Um, the third one is respect. You have to respect his choices and decisions. Give him respect that he deserves. Okay? Understand. He will never be perfect. At some point, he will be inconsistent. Sometimes he will be impatient. Sometimes it will be hard for him to handle your mood swings. He gets angry too. He, his mood changes as well. And the last one is attention. Like you, he needs attention too. He needs reassurance as well that he is the only one for you. Do not give him reasons to doubt you. There will never be a perfect man. At some point, you will get disappointed and upset because he did not become the man you expect him to be. But because you love him, you accept every bit of him. If he is worth the risk, keep him. Sometimes we want to be understood so much that we forget to understand men as well. Honey, honey, I got that off Instagram. Um, it's a, a link uh, called Secret Obsession. I believe it's like a book. And it's like, um, start creating long-lasting relationships with your man. Okay, y'all. When I was reading it, I was like, well, all of those are common sense to me. You know what I'm saying? Um, but here I am single. Okay. 
and trying to mingle, you know, here and there. And I'm not perfect. I'm not a perfect woman. Never proclaimed to be a perfect woman. Um, we all have flaws. You know what I'm saying? But it's uh, kind of like what would, what you what will you put up with? Basically, you know, I feel like um, transparency is important. I preach about transparency all the time. You have to, to me, like for me, I need a guy that is like comfortable with being equally as transparent. You know what I'm saying? I haven't ran into that man yet or I have, but he wasn't the man for me. Okay. Um, and I'm not looking like I was, you know, I was looking honey. Okay. And now I just sit my ass back and I'm just enjoying quarantine, self care, you know, loving on me and whatever. I'd be lying if I said, you know, I didn't go on a date or two, but, um, that's what my friend, you know, he is my friend and I can't put nothing on it unless he decides to put something on it okay but that's another story but um i respect any man that i've ever dated i i know i've disrespected baby daddies i have i would be lying i've told y'all stories but any man beyond baby daddy and ex-husband i have definitely respected i don't fight men i don't put my hands on men my parents did not raise me like that and if i ever felt like i was gonna do something um i feel like i would leave you know but um, I don't like arguing. I do not like arguing. I can't stress that enough. I hate arguing. Um, there have been an occasion or two where I can recall a guy that I was dating like last year. Um, he just has an ego problem. Period. In the story, and um, I had to kind of like break him down a little bit. You know, bring him to my level. Like, bro, you need to calm down. You know you're doing too much <laughs> you know let's figure this shit out you know and now we're cool we'll always be cool but I just realized like I can't date him you know he needs somebody to just stroke his ego and to like it has to be all about him and I'm, I'm not built like that because again I'm a mom and I'm a woman nigga like why would you why would you want it to be all about you it should be all about us you know us in the situation and then like, I've been in situations where, like, the last guy that I would consider my boyfriend, he got married on me, y'all. <laughs> he got married on me. Uh, it was a drama. It was not. It was a nightmare. You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't wish that on nobody. Um, but prior to all of that shit happening, um, he was a good boyfriend and I was a good girlfriend. You know, we had a great relationship. Um there was never disrespect. I remember him getting laid off and he really like leaned on me as far as like emotional support. I was doing resumes with him. I was doing, you know, filling out job applications with him, cooking him meals, making sure that he knew he was the man of the house and that he was important to us and we valued him. And he always, you know, would tell me like, you, you never make me feel like less than a man. You always make me feel important. And that's he said that's what made him fall in love with me is because I was very attentive but he was great at giving attention too. it's like he just knew and he was with me in my darkest darkest moment when I was going through like depression and shit unknowingly going through going through depression and that's around the time that I stopped doing the show I stopped doing demand a better me I just had like a little breakdown um so much was going on and so much was being put on me 
And I feel like the people around me were just letting this shit happen. Like they weren't saying anything. And he was the only person at the time, which my my best friend, my other best friend, she would have definitely did stepped in um, if I was vocal. But sometimes we go through shit and don't know we going through shit. And then once we get out of it, it's like, damn, I was depressed. I'm talking like coming, I would work pick my kids up from school, make them dinner, and go get in the bed and sleep. I would sleep on my lunch breaks. I would be in the shower crying. Like, it was, it was crazy. And my boyfriend, um, he was there the whole time. Like, he, whew, trying not to get emotional and cry, but he was just so, ugh, he was dope, y'all. He was there through the whole thing. So, another thing, too, is like, women, you know, like, we be going through so much shit. Pay attention to your partner. Pay attention to, you know, the women around you, your sisters, your aunties and all that shit. We can put on a little smile, you know, like, yeah, I'm fine. I'm okay. And deep down inside, we are breaking, honey, emotionally, physically, all that. And two, working out got like, working out was like really, really helpful for me. And even now, starting back walking and stuff, I feel everything like falling back into place. My life has went through some shit. 19, y'all think 20, 20, you think 20 is some shit? 19, oh my God, <laughs> I was going through hell and back. But again, I had people around me holding me down, not to be all over the place. They were definitely holding me down. So respect these men, ladies, you know what I'm saying? Love them the way they need to be loved. My biggest pet peeve is that I will always love you the way that I want to love you. I will always treat you the way I want you to treat me and vice versa. You know what I'm saying? So that's that for today's show. Y'all go check out Insecure. Go support my girl Issa Ray. I said it like me and her are homies because I just feel like one day we're going to meet and she's going to put me on a project or something or she's going to create a whole like sitcom about your girl Daisy J living in D-Town Dallas. You, who knows? Um, Don't forget to tune in to Fire Fridays, y'all, on Facebook Live. You can go follow my Facebook page, which is L-A-D-A-C-I-A-H-A-T-C-H-E-S. I do accept friend requests. My page is very, very public. Um, Fire Fridays, I do that with my boy d Millie and Big Ken, always a dope conversation. This week we are talking about the five love languages. So get into it. You know your girl is all for love languages, okay? Also, um, check out my boy Big Ken. He does a show on Wednesdays at eight, and then um, the new new is out. Um, my boy D Millie started his own podcast, okay? And ironically, I will be um on his first show which will be on thursday i believe it's at 7 p.m um so you guys check that out this week uh thursday that's may 7th at 7 um he is the the miles experiment experiment um go like share and subscribe to his page as well on facebook um these are two dope ass individuals i would not hype them up if they weren't the truth um they play a big role in my life i'm like grateful for our past like reconnecting and making us you know um, able to do something so dope especially during this time it's almost like damn you don't have shit to do but you do you could get into almost anything at this time you want to start a podcast start it you want to know how get at your girl i love giving out advice about podcasting and everything um if you're trying to start a youtube get at your girl 
you know I know some things, okay? And I don't mind sharing information because the more I grow, I want you to grow as well when whatever it is that you're trying to do. Before I leave, please note, if you need somebody to talk to, I'm here for you. And if you don't want to talk to me, I have resources of people that can help you. If you're hungry, I got people that will feed you. Please do not be in these quarantine streets lacking, okay? Because your girl... I have resources. I know people that know people. And right now, it's giving season. You know what I'm saying? Whatever it is you're in need of, get at me. Uh, you can email me if you want. You want to be anonymous. I would never shout out your bullshit. I would never. None of that. I'm not that person. Um, whatever I do for you is what I do for you. It's nobody's business. All right? Remember, you are important. You are needed. You are loved. If you feel like you just want to give up, don't. Talk it out. Talk it out with somebody because I'd rather listen to your story than read your RIPs on Facebook. Okay. All right. Remember to check Fire Fridays out on Facebook Live. If you have some dope topics that you want me to get into, shout your girl out or get at me at demandedabetterme at gmail.com. Jump into them DMs on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Y'all know I hate Twitter. (laughs) Anyways, happy Mother's Day to all the moms. As always, it's your girl, Daisy J. And I'm definitely demanding a better me. Over and out.